Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Benedict Bets, powered by Bets, Burts, and Hollandaise Sauce. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How was the Benedict this morning? It looked pretty good, and I like the way the home fries were done. It's more like a chop. They do the like it's a broken up hash brown almost kind of thing. Yeah, and also like I mean, it's a dive bar that's near here that I love. And for ten years, I just would get the chicken fried steak. They don't have it anymore. It's it's gotten too expensive with the pandemic. So I've had uh, to delve into other other things on their menu. Devastating. Appropriate. Also, it's a dive bar. They can't poach eggs. So like, I just got them. That, that's why I just got over easy. Like, just <laughs> I'm like, just make them over easy. Like let, let's not let's not complicate things. Like as long as your holidays is good, and they do have good holidays. So that's yes, good. we are not going so good in the foursomes early for the euros but we have four ball this afternoon which should go well outside of the fabled bryson scotty matchup or scotty bryson pairing excuse me which will go really good we'll be joined by mr felica here in a few minutes we'll touch some college football but we would be remiss if we didn't take a mild victory lap right right mr arnold 2022. I, the worst number I saw anybody post on a winning ticket was like 20. So 20 to one winner, 24 if you found the best of the number. And really, I was a little worried the running back was going to snatch it or we can have some sort of quick pass to a tight end. But that that mesh play and that just nobody, the, the utter disrespect, honestly. I talked about that with Drew. It's like nobody thought he was going to take the ball and run with it. It is amazing on that team. And it's a concept in basketball that I don't know if has made it to football yet, the concept of gravity. And in basketball, really what it means is a certain player just takes up so much attention, so much gravity, so much pull, if you will, of the de- of the defense. It, it makes everyone's life so much easier. And McCaffrey kind of has that in a way. And when you get down close to the end zone, you know, it limits Robbie Anderson's speed a little bit because there's less field for him to run by people in. And you just kind of double up DJ Moore. You focus on Christian McCaffrey and let the rest of you kind of take care of itself. And like you said, total disrespect to the ability for uh, Darnold, who we've seen a couple times a year in entire his career. He's done it, I think he's had rushing touchdown week one, and now one here, so that's two, I think, rushing touchdowns already for him this year. Um, complete disrespect, and kind of just walked in there like that. Yeah, and if you played, I'm sure there was a prop for like Darnold to have multiple rushing touchdowns, which probably played pretty, I, that had to be double digits, probably 12, 15 to 1, something like that. For yeah, how those two plus touchdowns aren't good? They juiced the hell out of it, but you're right. They're, it might have been hard. like 50, like close to 100 even. Oh, really? I was thinking like, because they'd be anytime touchdown. It wasn't just a... Right, know, two anytime, first, first oh, anytime touchdowns. Sorry, I was thinking two, two anytime, anytime touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, sure. they juiced the heck out of those. I, every once in a while I look at those, there just doesn't seem like there's too much value. And maybe I don't look at some of the bigger numbers, but it always seems like the biggest... Number on the board, there's like sixty to eighty. Maybe there's a hundred or something, but like a bad big game, though. Receiver, bad so game overall. Knows. Yeah, I tried. I didn't want to bet the second half. I just said, I said uh, Houston money. Houston line at football's back. Yeah, I said I said Houston money line, just jokingly, like, hey, let's if we're gonna if we're not gonna bet the second half, I'm gonna bet that just to watch Survivor Leagues fall. That would have been a bad idea. Glad I didn't bet at all. It's better than losing. But yeah, Drew just said, I'm going to war with Sam Darnold, which didn't seem all that <laughs> exciting to do at the time. But it did come through. So halftime, kind of a winner, I guess. I didn't bet it. I stayed off that game completely. Didn't use it in teasers or survivors. And I'm more excited to look for the weekend. This afternoon, I will be looking through look-aheads. 
I haven't done much of this yet this year because I like to get my numbers a little more solidified, but I probably will be betting some week four games today into tomorrow when I'm, when I'm kind of taking, when I'm opening up all the accounts to bet everybody else's college into my stuff. So I'll be looking at that this afternoon and you this afternoon, you got some tennis. We'll head out right off the bat here. Yeah, just a couple plays for us today. Um, just going to check the starting time here. But uh, got one in Ostrava, an underdog here. Uh, Julie Teichman um, was a winner for us early in the week. Is a very big dog. Going back to uh, battle with her, was able to scoop her a little better number. We saw 180 a few places just before the show, but I think this is dropping down. So look for plus 170 or better. Um, if you see plus 165, plus 116, you want to gen for like half a unit, that's fine. But um, this is a full play for me at plus 170 or better. Uh, Teichman's playing Kavitova. Kavitova just really having a poor season. Teichman in very nice form. Um, I think she actually matches up kind of nicely here. I think beat Kavitova earlier in the year as well. Um, you know, you think of Kavitova, this is an indoor tournament, which generally means Kavitova gets a lot of respect, as she should. She generally does very well indoors, but so does Teichman. All of her numbers, all of her data takes a big step up when she's indoors. Um, I expect her to do quite well in this match. I have it, you know, I have Kavitova favored, but, you know, minus 125, you know, so I put Teichman right around minus plus 125 to plus 135, kind of in that range, maybe a little bit bigger, um, you know, if I was hanging the line myself. But re again, really like her chances here. She's not going to be too worried, you know, lefty against lefty, which kind of neutralizes. That's another factor sometimes you pull in. That one is going to get underway shortly. There's a match on right now. Um, Agash Fiontek is, looks like she's going to close out Rybakina here in two sets, and then Teichman's up. So um, look for that soon. And then in the Challenger, the 125K, whatever it's listed at your book, Columbus, we're going to take Wong. And it's Wong Jin Yu. You know, normally, Andy, you have to know your Wong because there's about five to six different Wongs in women's tennis. There are. Luckily, there's just one on the board today, so we don't have to worry about the first name. But Wong Jin Yu is playing in the event in Columbus. Um, a younger player starting to kind of make her move up. I'm curious to see if she can crack into some of these 250 and 500 tournaments next year. She's playing Madison Brengel, an older U.S. player, very solid, but I think will kind of be outmatched here by the young up-and-comer. So happy to take Wong, minus 110. We played this one out to minus 125. So two tennis plays for us. Again, Teichman starts shortly after we wrap up here, and then um, Wong will be probably about 30, 45 minutes after we finish. And um, that's about it for tennis, Andy, and I think I see somebody in the background. Are we ready? Yeah, I think we are. Miss I think we're going headphone-free now. We're, 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 we're going to try and see if that works. Are we good now? Oh, yeah. Lose, there we lose, got lose, him. Losing the, uh, losing the iPod. Hurt the iPod's rather. So we're going to – there we go. Now we're going to try and center me up a little bit, my poor uh, my, my poor camera work there. But, um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're good now. I apologize for uh, how we're doing this here. Yeah, it's a, no, that's okay. you're, I mean, you're we're okay. We're, we're, on, we're on an angle from the road every week. You're joining us from <laughs> every week because yeah, you you are traveling somewhere, somewhere in the windy city, mm -hmm. getting ready for. Honestly, like I mentioned, the only good game you had a few that you wanted to talk about though. I'm gonna have to go look at that. Actually, yeah. we have a game tonight. Yeah, this, this, the, the Syracuse the, 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 the Syracuse game tonight uh, versus Liberty getting six and a half is really interesting to me because. I think Syracuse nationally, I don't think people realize that they're a top 25 defense uh, in terms of expected points on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, offensively, their offensive line has played a lot better. The sack rate is down. And, and I'm not sure Malik Willis in, in that one-man show is really going to be able to go on the road and win by a touchdown. So I, I like I like Syracuse plus the uh, 
plus the points tonight, and a really good chance to to win that game outright. I get down with that. I love a Friday night game because, like I said, sometimes I don't have enough time to pay attention with my honeydew list on Saturdays. But Friday nights, Friday, I've, I've made a I've made a point of betting Thursday and Friday games, including uh, an under last night that didn't quite get there. It was close. Real, really good uh, set line, apparently. I think it was 59 and a half lands on 61. Obviously, a little drama with the spread at the end. Um, some bigger marquee-ish games. You had a Big Ten and a SEC game you had to talk about as well. Oh, you, you, you're saying that Liberty Syracuse is really super marquee? No, I'm I, I'm a big Liberty guy. I'm still That's mad right. at them actually because I had a really good ticket last year against them mm-hmm. when the when the quarterback got COVID yep. and then they canceled the game. Yeah, so yep. no, maybe I, I, I'm um, tilted. If you move to the SEC, the, the LSU Mississippi State game is really interesting to me because I like Mississippi State plus the points and on the money line. Uh, I, I think LSU. If you look at the last six times. But they've been favored over a Power 5 team since they won the title. They're 3-3, three and three, so they're a 500-type team. Uh, and I think publicly, I think people still have that gleam and glow of LSU, Joe Burrow, national champs. But uh, oddsmakers-wise, they understand that this is not the same LSU team. Um, in Mississippi State, I think Rodgers is really getting a knack of how to uh, – handle Leach's offense, the way they lost last week's game, I think really doesn't sit well with them. Uh, outgained Memphis by a couple hundred yards, allowed two non-offensive touchdowns, a horrible officiating call. Uh, I like Mississippi State not only plus the points and outright. And you mentioned the Big Ten game. Uh, this Nebraska-Michigan State game is one that I have been asked about more probably than any other game this week. Um, people are asking, why, why is uh, – Michigan State only a four and a half or a five point favorite over Nebraska. They should kill Nebraska. And I think people need to understand and realize that the oddsmakers kind of realize Michigan State, yes, they're three and oh, but the power ratings kind of indicate last week they know it was a field goal game in the fourth quarter before Miami turned the ball over a couple of times deep inside their own. Uh, inside their own end. They know that Northwestern really stinks, and, and that win is, is kind of downgraded some. And they know that Nebraska played pretty well last week, and I think uh, the, the, there's some respect there for, for the Huskers' offense. So the, the, this is a number I was hoping it was going to go up. I was hoping I was going to be able to get five and a half or, or something like that. I guess I'm not going to be able to, but uh, I just still do like Nebraska, and I'll probably play the Huskers a little on the money line as well. Yeah, I like the way you broke that down. It sounds kind of like a classic overreaction spot based mm-hmm. on the hot Michigan State start. And I think the way, honestly, a lot of people, based on what Twitter was doing, were on Michigan State last week, so they were looking forward to cashing those tickets. I don't know, Andy, did you have a Michigan State ticket with everybody else? I mean, it's it's why they put handicaps. You know that uh, it's like the whole world is running to bet the Broncos this week. It's like well, it's a lot of points. Like the, the Jets are bad, but it's still you you have to win by so many points, and teams are not incentivized to win by that many points. They just want to go out there and get the W and head back to campus. So yeah, I kind of like this too, especially if this ticks up uh, closer to game day. Oh, what else did we have? I had a couple. You had a couple more games you sent me. You you left the mystery in there because I haven't got to your podcast yet this week, and I didn't know which side of these you're on. But I was interested definitely in this UTSA Memphis game. Yeah, I, I like UTSA, and again, I will play the Roadrunners on the money line as well. I kind of hit on it a little bit with Memphis there. I, I think people see the, rea- the reality. They beat an SEC team last week. Well, again. It was a terrible officiating call. They had two non-offensive touchdowns. 
They were outgained by 222 yards in the game. They had 11 first downs. Uh, UTSA is one of the best teams in Conference USA, if not the best team. They don't turn the ball over. They get after you defensively. Really good running game. And I, and I like the Roadrunners to go on the road and uh, and get that win. Again, I'll, I'll take the three, and I will take some UTSA on the money line as well. I love it. Love that. Yeah, I think you almost have to. Really on, these, on these smaller spreads in college football, it's like last week, all week, and I talked about this to numerous people, we were just kind of sitting there waiting to try to get the three with Minnesota. Never, I could never get the three. It popped a three sometimes, and it never sit there. And eventually, I just said to hell with it. Bet him on the money line. I think I need to do that more often. Just the ultimate no sweater. I like that one quite a bit. Yeah, that, that that's been the thing with with college football this year, at least for me. Like my my ATS number in in the column is kind of hovering right around five hundred, just under. But the the money line dogs that um, we've been putting in the column each week are are, are winning at a really good clip. So that's really. Uh, uh, Putting get putting our bankroll in a good situation early in the year is playing these dogs to one outright, and uh, we we caught a couple of big ones with Utah State and with uh, with East Carolina. So when you're getting a, uh, a plus three twenty five dog on the money line, so that that'll that, that'll do you a whole lot of good. That's good for the bankroll. It's like the some of these hockey betters I know, where it's like they they hit like forty eight percent of their bets on the year, but they're up a whole bunch because it's just constant money line underdogs. And, you know, a whole different sport there. But uh, well, last one you had mentioned, we'll close with uh, some ACC action. UNC Dan producer Dan was wearing a UNC shirt yesterday. Good. Drew wasn't. He's wearing one today. Actually, he wasn't loving that. Uh, Drew Drew Dinzig, my deep dive partner, he went to Duke, so he wasn't loving Dan's gear. But UNC at G Tech. I got I got a little like Carolina powder blue uh, yeah. going on here today. Is, is we, all kind of we all kind of do, right? We all got some, some blue in there, and, and, and I like the Tar Heels here. I, I think uh, North Carolina's offense. Uh, is is getting going now. We saw what they did against a bad Virginia defense uh, last week. I, I'm I'm not sure uh, Georgia Tech is going to be able to match them point for point. We saw the defense able to do a good job against the Clemson offense, which has really struggled this year. And we'll see if they get better. Uh, North Carolina's defense obviously a problem, but they're not playing a a quarterback uh, to the caliber of Brennan Armstrong. Uh, and and I, th- I think Carolina is a team that I'm also kind of long on the Tar Heels here. Uh, not only will I lay the 12 and a half here with UNC. Remember, this game is not a Bobby Dodd either. This is this is Mercedes Benz uh, dome there. So like there'll probably be as many North Carolina fans as there will be Georgia Tech fans. So uh, don't don't think this is a true road game. But like I was saying, if you can get North Carolina at a nice price to win the ACC. Yes, they need help to get to the ACC title game, but if they get there, I think they have a real chance to, to beat Clemson. Yeah, somebody yeah, in the I chat mean, mentioned that. Gil says uh, it looks like they're six to one to win the ACC, which looks pretty that's a good. Great bet. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes we joked about Howell like losing the Heisman that day, and I don't want to take anything away from VTech, but sometimes that can do a lot for a quarterback too. The pressure's off a little bit because he has looked a lot better the last two games. So yeah, UNC to kind of get themselves back in the picture in the ACC and maybe even Howell, you know, I don't know if he can win it, but Howell to get on the stage in January mm-hmm. there, that's not out of the totally. question for sure. And, and, and look at Ohio State in 2014 when JT Barrett and the Buckeyes looked yeah. terrible against, ironically, Virginia Tech in that second game of the year and came back and Barrett played great until he got hurt and then uh, 
Ohio State wind up winning the national championship. So uh, you're right. We all overreact a little bit to this recency uh, bias. Of, uh, here's what we just saw. And, oh, we think that's the, the narrative for the entire season. But the 12 games and things, as, as we know in the sport, change very, very quickly. Yeah, you mentioned oh, yeah, a few Big sure. Ten teams, and I don't know if you had a pick in this game, but somebody asked about the Rutgers-Michigan game. Um, you know, taking a look at that, you know, Michigan's a big favorite, laying almost 21 at home. Did you have any thoughts on that one? It, 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 it's one of those numbers that is a lot bigger than I thought it would be, and, and I automatically, when, when when I see that, that automatically leads me to believe that the number is right, and Michigan should be that big of a favorite. Uh, I think Michigan might be good this year. Uh, the way they've run the ball uh, has been fantastic. Um, I worry a little bit about Rutgers. Uh, the, the, the Syracuse game is probably a losable game. This was a team last year that probably should have beaten Michigan, uh, lost an, over, an overtime game. I, it's not one of my favorite games, but if you're in one of those little little pool sheets, you got to circle a team here. I might lean towards playing 2021 here, and that's not something that I normally like doing. Yeah, it's three touchdowns. And the other question we had, somebody was asking about the UNLV game. Looks like they play Fresno State tonight. Fresno land 30 and a half. They were asking also about the health of Hayner, if you know anything about that. Well, I, I haven't seen that he's out. I, I would assume that he's going to be fine. Um, yeah. I've seen nothing to indicate that he's not playing. This kind of seems like to me UNLV or pass, though, uh, just because I know UNLV is bad, but everything that the Fresno State – poured out into that win emotionally and physically late night game now you're coming back short week quarterback might not be 100 percent, but i'm sure he's going to play uh it's unlv or pass for me even though the rebels are a really bad team they're they're down there but it is and it's one of those you're you're winning you're winning by four and a half touchdowns when the game kicks off Never, never a bad <laughs> feeling there. So I like that. Uh, yeah, appreciate you answering some of the good questions yeah, in the chat course. today. And I think, uh, yeah, I think the one, the, the Michigan question is just a Michigan fan. His username is Greasy Rules. So <laughs> I'm just assuming he. Well, believes, he, could be, he uh, could be a Miami Dolphins fan. It could be Bob Greasy, or he could be a Purdue fan. Right? Could just be an Ace Ventura yeah. fan. Yeah, Greasy. That's <laughs> it's been a while for him. So appreciate your time today, Chris. We'll let you get back at it. And I apologize for the uh, the, the moving oh, camera no, and the that's... and the ugly close up and the bad angles. Yeah, we, we have a we, we just uh, the Wi Fi went down, so I'm on my iPhone here, and we just gotta improvise and adjust. Oh, iPhones have great did. cameras. Like it's it's honestly better camera than some people can put through on their laptops. So no, we appreciate your time. Great. Appreciate the insight. Good luck this weekend and have fun down in Chicago. Same same, same to you guys. Everybody have a great weekend. There I we think go. I'm all out of I'm all out of bets. I'm probably gonna bet more Europe now just because I hate myself and I've had those. Oh those yeah, we have to, They're sitting nicely. Is there a way I can worried. bet Europe this afternoon? Like, I haven't pulled up the live markets here yet because, again, I'm trying to pay attention. But I will say Bet365 Bet has live for not only for the so tournament. For the, the one out of 50 states, people can do it. Bovada, yeah, I'd say, I'd say I'm saying Europe live plus 350. Three, 365 also has live for each of the matchups, each of the foursomes that's going on. I saw those. They look crossed out, though. Yeah. Some, oh no! Here it goes. Cross, just popped up. They'll be down and up as as the players are taking shots, but they are up Ooh, thirty-three a lot of to one on Westwood Fitzy comeback. Yeah. If you, so if you if you want to bet these, <laughs> you can be you can be live betting this. I have been surprised. Kudos to the operators for putting up as much as they have for live bet stuff. And thanks for the questions in the chat. Thanks for Mister Felica joining us. It's always those 
Oh, AirPods. AirPods ruin like joining by your phone for some reason. I don't know why I didn't remember that. We've had that numerous times. You got you got to rip off the iPods. The iPods. This is how old I am. I had an iPod. Okay. Right? I, I like what you were doing. I was going to let you keep one. going. I was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. <laughs> Well, it's you know, right. folks. You got to see it today. It's the sauce isn't quite as easy to make as you think. Let's call it. Let's call it a week. That's I'm gonna get. Uh, I got some articles to write. I got to join this afternoon. Motoy is gonna come on and join me and talk about some of the markets in the NFL and college that. football that he is. He made a list twenty games long. I said, buddy, we can't do that. You got to whittle it down. So <laughs> he has some good games. We're gonna talk about that at four Eastern right here on the same YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up if you're in the YouTube. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you win almost all your bets but not enough to lose an out. And I'll, yeah, like I said, I'll be back this afternoon. Alex, have a good one, man.